Oh my goodness. SHW, this is our wrestling. This is insane. Are you kidding me right now? Hey, 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 what is going on here? The action is fast and furious. You never know who's going to show up in SHW. Brandon Benefield, Gerard Bonner, and Diana Michelle. Business is about to pick up. This place just went ballistic. What is going on, everybody? It's that time of the week. It's time for your favorite podcast, the official yep. podcast of Southern Honor Wrestling, SHW. This is our wrestling. I'm B-Double Brandon Benefield, GB. Gerard Bonner, no, this way, and the lovely Diana Michelle. How are you guys doing tonight? Good, man. How are you doing? How's your week? So far, so good. Can't complain. Uh, we got a big guest we'll get to here in just a few minutes. But uh, did you guys happen to see, of course, earlier this week, this past Sunday, the big Impact pay-per-view? Of course, it was a kind of a historic thing that happened. We had the AEW title versus the Impact title, Omega versus Swan. Anybody keep up with all that? That was kind of crazy. Well, you know, I, yeah, you know, I keep up with this kind of stuff, uh, even though I didn't necessarily watch the full pay-per-view. Um, but, you know, in terms of wrestling history, I mean, you have to go back to like 1980 for mm -hmm. when yeah, Harley Race took on Bob Backlund, the NWA title against the WWWF title at that time. Yep. in Madison Square Garden. Uh, that's really the last time. And then if you, you know, fast forward to the late 80s, early 90s, the whole Super Clash 3 with the AWA title and the World Class title, Kerry Von Erich and Jerry the King Lawler. Um, that's a, really the last time you had those kinds of championship, merging titles, title for title type of thing. Um, this, in my mind, had potential to be massive in the sense of we hadn't seen this, like I mentioned, since yeah. those times. Uh, I don't know if it was as massive as uh, Impact wanted it to be, but I think uh, for Impact, it's a big deal to have Kenny Omega as your world champion. I'm just I'm curious to see where they go with this whole thing, because... You know, it's been a few months since they've kind of been doing the crossover stuff uh, yeah. with AEW and Impact. And so I, I just, I don't know. I have no idea. I, I told GB uh, this earlier, Diana, before you jumped on with us, but like I almost expect, expected there to be some kind of screwy finish where it was a yeah. double DQ or somebody gets DQ'd or sure. something was going to happen yeah. there. But we ended up having a clean finish and a, and a clean winner. And it was Kenny Omega. And He's the belt collector, and mm -hmm. does, does he go on to collect a belt in Japan next? I mean, who knows? Like, the forbidden door has been kind of opened at this point. Um, obviously, it's been open for impact, uh, yeah. but the New Japan door was kind of cracked open uh, not too long ago, too. So, yeah, I don't know. And New Japan, there's a tag team in New Japan that has the impact tag titles there. So, sure. Uh, sure. it's just, it's kind of crazy. And 
I think about that. You know, you touched on it a week or two back, GB, when we talked about Jericho showing up on uh, the Stone Cold uh, Broken Skull Sessions, yeah. about how that door was kind of getting cracked open. Mm-hmm. And, and right. what, what does that mean for promotions like SHW? Could we, could we start seeing, uh, you know, even if it's like the NWA coming through and defending a title at one of our shows? Could AEW, uh, AEW's been at our show before, so yeah. who knows? I, think, I will say this, you know, a, a lot of us in the wrestling world are talking about the impact AEW piece, but I think, to your point, the bigger story here is this does open the door in a lot of places. The one organization we did not mention that AEW has really, I think, supported is the NWA. Uh, We have an AEW contracted wrestler being Serena Deeb as the NWA women's world champion, um, which adds a whole new wrinkle to things, right? So if you think about it, an AEW contracted star holds an NWA title, holds an AEW title, you know, Things get interesting. So I do think that the doors are open in terms of SHW to have, you know, someone from the NWA or AEW or Impact. I mean, we've had, you know, Brian Pillman Jr. here. We had Shoot back in October, the Rock and Roll Express, compete for the World Tech or for the SHW Tech titles. So, hey, you know, real quick, we had Kaz XL show up unexpectedly one time and he just and he his, showed up. That's he, right. He just made his debut at Impact on this on this past Sunday at the pay-per-view. So that's right. So I think anything is possible uh, in that regard. And that, to me, is what makes appearing uh, at SHW so valuable. Why you have to be at the live shows, because, again, when we say anything can happen. Know. Anything can happen. Nobody knew that Jericho and Omega were going to show up. Nobody knew that Kaz was going to show up. Nobody knew last month that Zicky Dice was going to show up, right? right? Like, so there are so many potential things that can happen. And if that door is to be cracked open, uh, I'll just say this, and I know this on good authority, that there are people from other organizations who are looking to be a part of what SHW is doing. Yes. And I'm talking about organizations that are on television. There are people. So don't be surprised when you see names that you've seen on television show up at SHW. It is a popular thing right now. And I do think that other organizations are realizing the value of that. And so uh, we've got, I think this means exciting times for SHW. Uh, certainly for this year, it's just wildly unpredictable. And who knows? Can you imagine the possibilities? They're endless. I, I they are wait. endless. You just never know. And we say it every week. You just said it. You just got to come to the shows and see for yourself. And, Absolutely. Uh, we can't wait for you to join us. Our next one, of course, coming up next friday may 7th shw 27 of course last week we went through the whole card we did our big preview show uh we did it a little early because of course we got a big guest coming up this week so Mm -hmm. if you want to get a more in-depth preview go back and watch last week's episode but before you do that stick with us for this episode because we have a very special guest uh the main event of next week is going to be a big bunkhouse brawl match where the team of fear uh that's sunny days logan creed are going to be taking on our champion david ali and austin towers now fear of course will be accompanied by the creature of the night herself 
Miss Ravenna Vane. And of course, that is who our guest is this week. We got a chance to talk with her a little bit earlier. So without any further ado, here's Ravenna Vane. All right. Like we said, everybody, we have a very special guest this week. Uh, you know her as one third of fear. She is the creature of the night. The one and only Ravenna Vane is joining us. How are you tonight? I'm good. How are you guys doing? We're doing great. We're thrilled to have you. I'm glad you guys had me on. <laughs> so well, excited to see you. We've been wanting to have you on for quite some time, and uh, I'm glad we finally made it happen. Um, and, uh, and a lot of the times when we have our guests on, you know, especially for a first-time guest like yourself, we're, you know, we want to kind of delve back and go back in time a little bit and see kind of how you got into this crazy world of professional wrestling. So uh, if you could, maybe tell the fans a little bit about how you even got into uh, being a, a manager here at SHW. Oh, man. Well, managing was never in my plan, actually. Yeah. I never even, like, thought about it, considered it. I was always just, I'm going to be a wrestler, and that was it. And then, you know, in training, I broke my collarbone. Cool. Mm. So I had to get surgery on that. I have a plate and screws in my shoulder. Um, and it was like not too long after I had my surgery and was like just starting to feel like healed up again that Southern Honor was starting up. Mm -hmm. And Dylan messaged me and we had like never spoken before. <laughs> like yeah. never spoken before. And he was like, would you be interested in being a part of this show? I'm like wanting you know, a creepy manager that can like talk and look cool. And I was like, I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, you know, that sounds like a good idea. And I started doing it and I actually really love doing it now. It's a lot of fun being able to like, just feel like I'm enhancing storylines and like, I get to be my own thing, but also get to enhance other people I don't know I like that aspect and I like being able to talk to, yeah you definitely add to that whole fear thing they're, they're not fear without you honestly they're just you know Logan and Sonny just Logan <laughs> and Sonny you know <laughs> creating days over here <laughs> well quick question you, you talked about training uh, prior to you being injured were you training locally in Georgia somewhere yes I was training at Dota Bay 4 when I got okay. injured okay. gotcha gotcha well, do you have, I mean, are you, do you still train or are, you, are there still aspirations to be a wrestler? There are. I've been kind of like on and off. Like, it seems like every time I start getting going, life is like, joke's on you. We're not doing this right now. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. But there are still plans to, um, it's just a matter of getting all my ducks in a row and mm -hmm. being able to truly commit to it. But I do still have plans to wrestle. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Uh, so I'm, I'm curious, when did you even first get interested in pro wrestling? Because I know for some, it's a lifelong dream. For others, it's literally something they ran across and they developed a love for it. What was that like for you? Well, for me, literally since birth, basically. Um, <laughs> both my parents were super into wrestling. Sweet. Um, my dad got my mom into it. And they watched it every, every single night that wrestling was on, they watched it. Like there's a picture of me as a baby and it's like between these two dolls of Stone Cold and The Undertaker. 
and I was like yeah. just born, like not even one year old. Wow. <laughs> and <laughs> there's a, there's another picture somewhere of me like as a baby watching the Triple H and Stephanie wedding. Wow. <laughs> um, <laughs> wow. And so I was like kind of born into it and then fell off of it for a while. My parents got divorced and we moved away. Um, and my brother and I went to visit my dad one time when I was like seven, eight ish. And he was watching a Hell in a Cell DVD. Mm. And it was the Undertaker and Mankind match. Uh, yes. yes. And me and my brother just happened to walk out in the living room, like as Mankind was getting thrown off the top of the cage. Yes. And we were like, what is going on right now? What are you watching? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and we sat down and finished the whole match because of course we were like, Undertaker and Mankind, these guys look cool as hell. Yeah. Like we have to see what's happening here. Yeah. Yeah. And then we just finished the DVD with him and spent the rest of that visit just watching old wrestling DVDs. and. Wow. He sent us home with a ton of figures and DVDs and everything he could find. And we're like, hey, mom, we're going to tell you about this thing called wrestling. And yes. she was like, excellent. <laughs> and <laughs> it kind of like became our thing that like, because we were having kind of a rough time, like family wise, since, you know, the move, the divorce and all of that. Um, and it kind of became the thing that brought us all together. Wow. And so me, my mom, and my brother, like started watching Raw and SmackDown as it aired and hooked ever since like my mom and brother have fallen off a couple times and i've like not consistently kept up but like still kept up i've never truly gotten away from it yeah no that's too cool that's, that's awesome. cool so how, how then does that lead you to find a wrestling school you know i mean obviously there was a point in time where they were very hard to find and even if you find them now it's still kind of hard to get in stick with it etc how'd that work for you so i was about 16 when we moved to georgia because i used okay. to live in ohio ah, okay. um and it was even more scarce wrestling wise there like when i was younger like hardly anyone was into it and right. i was kind of by myself and then we moved here and um one of my favorite wrestlers was drew mcintyre like oh, his cool. first wwe run yeah and I was just like scrolling on Facebook and came across an ad for a show he was going to be at. And I was like, there's no way this is anywhere near me. And then I saw that it was in Georgia and I was like, hold on, hold on. Wow. <laughs> and so, you know, he was here for a Georgia show and I had never been to any wrestling events or seen any outside of like WWE and TNA. I thought that right. was it. Okay. And um, so I went to the show to meet him and like, there were so many people. It was an, it was an AWE show. Like oh, okay. Chip Bay was there, Priscilla Kelly, Kiara Hogan, Owen Knight. Um, and I watched all of them and it was like, it was just wild to me. Cause I was like, oh, this is like a whole thing. Like this, yeah. it exists outside of WWE. Like, right. yeah. <laughs> and so I kept going to those shows and I started talking to Kiera actually. And she was the one I was asking her, I was just like, how did, how did you start doing this? How did you get into this? And she told me about WBA4 and about just the process because I, I don't even know what I thought. Like, how did you get to WWE? I was like, I think you just end up there. They ask you to come and you go. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> I didn't know there was 
like this whole process and all these other options other than WWE. Mm-hmm. And that just like opened my whole world up. Wow. And I think I was about 18, 19 when I started training for the first time. Okay. And I've trained like three different places, but WWE 4 was the longest one and most consistent. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Gotcha. Well, you know, we saw you, I want to say, was it the first Rumble Jack? You actually entered the Rumble Jack. Uh, you were one of two females along with Danny Jordan. And then there's been a couple other times where you and Danny have kind of scrapped in the ring at some point where maybe you got the upper hand on her a little mm-hmm. bit. But uh, I, I'm just bringing that up because I do think <laughs> that there's a uh, that there's a, a want from the SHW fans that yes. they want to see you in the ring uh, and, yes. uh, and us. So, man. <laughs> We would love to see it at some point. Yeah. So that's why I, I asked where you were at in the training or if you were ready to be in the ring or not, because I think there's a there's a want for it if if you're still like you're not just it. some damsel in distress as somebody right. you, you can actually hold your own and I wanna see it. I wanna see right. you go crazy. Yeah, I like I feel it every time. I get a chance to do anything, the response from the crowd, like it jacks yes. me up and I get so yes. excited. And I'm like, oh my God, I just want to beat everyone's ass in this building. <laughs> oh, I feel that so bad. <laughs> we are so, yes. <laughs> and on your behalf, Diana, you know, when everyone messes with Thank you. Thank you. Exactly. Yeah. Same. And you guys, dang. I was going to say, what about yeah. Yeah, Gerard? You guys get messed with too. Yeah. You guys get choked with bats and stuff. Exactly. Jeez. Right? Oh my God. Like somebody got called out on online this week about, you know, oh, yeah, whatever. Yeah, David mm-hmm. has some not so, uh, some, or well, some colorful language for me on uh, uh, Facebook earlier this week. But, anyways, we'll, we can talk about him a little later once we start. We can, yeah, brush SH- over David later. Yeah, we'll talk about <laughs> SHW27 and, and a big match coming up there. We'll, we'll get to that in a little bit. But, uh, um, <laughs> Diana, did you have something? Uh, yeah like who who do you feel was most influential to you as a woman in wrestling it's actually interesting because like I always want to like say that it was like a specific woman in wrestling that did it but it was edge it was Ah, edge for me okay nice he was just the one that like I, I credit him as like, like I said, when wrestling brought my family together, he was the one that all three of us were just like, we loved him. Wow. And like my mom, especially like really just connected to edge and like his, his story with like having a single mom who did everything in her power to make sure he could live his dream. And my mom relates to that. Cause she's done the same for me. Wow. And you know, just how hard he struggled to get where he was and how much he just loves it. Mm-hmm. and you know this whole comeback story and everything has been you know yeah. real emotional for me yeah because <laughs> um, he's imagine. been he's been my number one since the beginning wow that's cool well I'm curious at what uh phase of Edge's career would you have really gotten into him do you know about what year yeah it was it was late because it was like I well, came in late to the game <laughs> well so the, the reason I bring it up is because with you being this this creature of the night I was wondering if you were ever familiar with Edge being part of the brood and, you know, they were kind yes. of vampires and I didn't know if you were familiar with that, that Edge. Oh, yes. Okay, um, okay. When I came into wrestling, like when we started watching it, it was like 2009. Okay. So, 
I had just like completely fallen in love with him. He was my favorite ever. And then, you know, shortly after he retired. So I was like, cool, right. great. Thank you. Right. Um, <laughs> but I, you know, my dad gave me all those old wrestling DVDs. Like it was old pay-per-views and stuff. It was before the network. Right. Yes. So I collected pay-per-view DVDs yeah. Yeah. and I watched all his stuff on there. Awesome. Um, and also little side note about the brood. I actually managed Gangrel once. Wow. Really? Yes, I did. And I got to come out to the brood theme song, and it was the coolest thing ever. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That is awesome. <laughs> that's that cool. Awesome. That's I like one that. of my favorite stories ever. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and that's yeah. a that's a great story. How how did that end up happening for you? So it was like it was honestly kind of a last minute thing. Um, okay. So I was going to um, a New South show. It was for their Haas tournament, and he was okay. in it. Hey, just real um, quick, don't tell Gary that we're talking about New South. Oh, I know. Sorry, Gary. Then he'll shut down the <laughs> so podcast. Sorry, Gary. <laughs> anyway, so we're talking about a promotion that shall not be named. I take yeah, it back. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> sorry, you mentioned there's a sweatshirt at SHW. Yeah, I'm not trying to get heat with you, Gary. Okay. <laughs> um, but I went to one of their shows, and Gangrel was there, and it ended up just like through a couple different people like they took basically like walked me up to gangrel wow. and we're like so this girl's in training she's got a vampire gimmick would you be cool if she managed you tonight and he was like oh yeah that would be totally fine and i'm like wow. okay <laughs> <laughs> and it was it was awesome i got to take the blood spot to the face Oh. Wow. um because i got in the way like the other opponent shoved me in the way and i took oh, it wow um and you know at the end of the match like he um he lost the match but you know we still you know you showboat after he's the big yeah. star yeah. um and you know he kept raising my hand up and i'm like what are you doing <laughs> like <laughs> i'm just i'm just a trainee right now yeah. <laughs> like you know you just met me today wow but awesome he was so nice and it was really fun being able to work with him and that's just like one of the coolest experiences i think especially being someone who has a vampire character like that's the king of the vampires in wrestling yeah. right like yeah. that's that's so cool <laughs> yeah so so awesome. let's talk let's talk about the vampire piece because you know I, i'm curious in terms of where you started to encounter that and embrace in terms of that whole persona or that whole uh you know lifestyle and stuff how, how'd that happen for you um honestly ever since i was little i just like i've loved vampires and i okay. can't even put my finger on why yeah um, okay you see my beautiful lost boys poster in the background I see here. It. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's one of my favorite movies of all time wow. yes. um and two of my other ones include interview with the vampire and bram stoker's dracula okay I just, I've always thought vampires are so cool because they can either be like just malicious and evil and violent, or they can be like romanticized and sensitive. And I feel like that's two sides of me. Ah. So I feel like that's where I kind of relate to vampires. Okay. And I also just think blood's cool too. So <laughs> <laughs> easy enough. Such a creepy way, but it's cool. Right. I love it. I love it. Well, so, all right, we kind of touched on, 
I'm afraid to bring him up, but we touched on David Ali a little bit a little earlier. It's like saying Candyman, right? It's like you don't want to say his name because right. he shows up. Oh, Beetlejuice! It's more like Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice, yeah. exactly. You know, Gerard yeah. and I used to say that about Huckabee on the show because sure there were times where we were afraid to say it three times. But now mm-hmm. Huckabee's a big level. Now Huckabee's big lovable. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So now it's David Ali. We don't want to say it. Oh, I actually think we've said it more than three. Anyway, already said it twice. Just I've got control. <laughs> I've got control at this point on who can enter the chat. So okay. I think mm-hmm. I think we're good until um, they hack us. You know. Right. <laughs> well, Hanson's hacked us before. Anyways, it's a whole yeah. thing. Uh, <laughs> we'll be okay. We'll be okay. I promise. Okay. Um, so let's let's talk about SHW twenty seven. Um, this has been building for a number of months now, where uh, David has. Uh, he he punted Logan in front of Logan's child. Uh, he punted you in the head. Uh, he kicked uh, uh, Sonny at one point. Uh, Towers kicked Dylan at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just been this ongoing thing that's building up. I mean, what what was going through your mind uh, when like Towers was bringing you to the ring that night? Like, what what were you? What was going through your mind? Oh, it was just just disgusting. It was like just more angry than anything i I saw your face i saw it just let me david doesn't scare me Mm -mm. and towers doesn't even scare me Mm -hmm. i just it makes me so angry when i feel like i can't do anything about it you know it's a two-on-one attack what am what am i gonna do about it um and you know logan and sunny weren't able to help me at the time yeah um and david knew that david took advantage of that and i just especially when he was just talking right in my face i just wanted to punch his smug little look off his face don't we all (laughs) someone's got to absolutely it's coming someone's got to bring him down a few notches well then well then so how did it feel was it the last show i believe were you were you able to get in there and sneak up behind him with the old uh you know Oh, but she got him from the front. She turned him around and got him. Oh, that's right. Uh Uh-huh. That's right. Oh, no. I wanted him to look me in the eyes. Mm. I wanted him to feel that. I was screaming my head off. I was like. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I wanted him to look me in the eyes before I did it. I didn't want it to be a total sneak attack. I wanted to be like, hey, I'm the one doing this. Wow. (laughs) So are are you familiar or have you ever been involved in anything like a bunkhouse brawl match? No, I haven't, but I also know that, you know, I've got two monsters on my side. Yeah. This is, this, this is their domain. It's chaos. It's what they thrive on. It's their most comfortable, you know, environment. And so in that aspect, I'm not worried about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I do know to expect the unexpected to go oh, into it being ready for anything yeah. right you know if david or towers is going to put their hands on me again i'm ready for it well i was going to say in this type of match i mean much like a hardcore match there's no disqualification so there's you know no who's to say you don't get involved bring your somehow, weapons somewhere. man bring it bring your stuff david's gonna have his little what, what big red is that what he calls it mm-hmm. it's not even red <laughs> it's like partially red he had to put like red tape on it it's a black bat yeah, but he had to, yeah. Yeah. it's a black bat <laughs> yeah, it's a black bat that he can't even swing he doesn't even know how to swing it no i mean i've seen him swing it he swings like worse than a girl i can't even say swings like a girl because i know girls who can swing a bat 
Yeah, that's offensive to girls. <laughs> I know, right? It's totally offensive. I'm so glad you said that. I would never, we, we wouldn't say that. <laughs> he, he can't even swing like a t-ball player. He just can't swing a bat. No. <laughs> David they called him a whipple ball player. It's great. Yeah. I mean, come on. David oh, is just, you know, he's a child who has bitten off way more than he can chew. Mm. And especially in this type of match, I feel, I don't think he's ready for what could happen. He has no clue. He has no idea what he's, he's in he is for. He so blinded, and, and I'm just, I'm going to say, he's so blinded by, by, by what? Blinded by what? She froze. What is he? Frozen. No idea. Oh, you! He's like, I'm the savior. Whatever, man. Sorry, you froze for a second. <laughs> oh, who? Me? Yeah. yeah. You said he's blinded by. <laughs> and then we waited. David hacking in. <laughs> oh, no. Right. Hang on, let me check. <laughs> he's oh, heard okay. enough. <laughs> His ears are probably burning, yeah, because we are. Oh, yeah, home. he's on fire. Well, I just got to <laughs> tell you, we're, we're excited for this match. I mean, I can't wait. We can't wait to see you there. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I just can't wait for David and, and Towers both to – get what they've got coming now everybody froze what is going on uh we all for uh, well we're I still here you, diana yeah <laughs> yeah she's she's frozen <laughs> like this i love it just we, we had an issue with gerard did that a couple of weeks ago as well but yeah. Yeah. you okay, know what everybody froze everybody froze just then i don't know what you said we're back. That was the only one moving only one talking <laughs> hey you know what we're in this this uh zoom video chat era of the you know, you know pandemic era, so it it happens, folks. Just bear with Technology us. Technology is not perfect. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. However, I do love the Zoom era because it's allowed us to uh, be able to connect with all of the people yeah. on our roster, much like Ravenna yeah. here. And so it's been kind of a cool thing to be able to do over the last year to be able to connect with everybody. Safely, yeah, safely. Yeah, that's absolutely. that's what's good. Mm-hmm. No boots flying to your face. No germs right. flying to the mouths. I gotta tell you. So I did that one interview with Logan at the arena uh, after one of the shows. You guys saw the video, and then of course it's supposed to be nobody was there, closed set, and then then come Towers and David in front of front of front of Little Creed there. Uh, right. So just just that instance alone, and then of course you getting punted, Sonny getting attacked. I just I can't wait. Gerard getting attacked. Diana oh, yeah. getting verbally attacked. Yeah. I mean, constantly. I swear, one day I'm gonna have to just let this arm go and <laughs> do it. <laughs> That'll make the highlight reel. I mean, Ravenna, yeah. I don't know how many times I, I don't know how many times you've seen this, but I told them last week that we need to make a montage of all the times that Diana has snatched the microphone away from David, <laughs> because mm-hmm. the way she does it just it cracks me up. I love it. <laughs> does, does She's like, like thank you. <laughs> Oh, goodness. One day what? I'm going to take it out of his mouth while he's talking, and it's going to piss him off so bad. <laughs> One day, just hit him with it. Yeah. Pop it, push it up in the I'm sure the sound people will understand. <laughs> oh, they, <laughs> they will. It. It's a cheap mic. They, they bought it for that purpose anyway. It's fine. <laughs> Excellent. Well, well, before we let you go, uh, can you talk to people about uh, where they can find you on social media? On social media, on Instagram, it's at Ravenna Vane. Um, on Twitter, it's at Ravenna underscore Vein. On Facebook, my Ravenna Vein page. And also, if you guys want to buy merch, support me. Store Frontier yeah. slash Ravenna Vein. Nice. Gotcha. 
I knew I forgot something. I I've got a Ravenna Vein T-shirt. You, you do. I've seen it. <laughs> I just forgot to bring it on the show with me today. But uh, anyways, I think I showed it on on an earlier episode one time. Um, yeah. Because in the early days of the pandemic, and even still to this day, that was one thing that we all talked about is when all the shows shut down. It was like, how can we still support our favorite uh, roster members? You know, our favorite wrestlers. And that yeah. was one way to go online, buy T-shirts. And so yeah. I'm glad you mentioned that. And what was the website again for the for the merch? storefrontier.com slash perfect awesome was well, there anything else before we let you go that you want to uh, tell the fans it, whether it pertains to uh shw 27 or just anything in general i hate david ali <laughs> yay <laughs> that's yeah, that's please. my closing statement <laughs> mm-hmm. well no. what better what better way to end the uh, interview here with ravenna Vane than uh, just straight into the point like that so we appreciate you joining us, and we cannot wait to see you on May 7th for SHW. Yes. Thank you for having me. I'm looking forward to it. All right. Yes. We'll see you soon. Love you, girl. Love you. All right, guys. That was a fun interview, and it's weird to say fun connected to anything with fear. Right. But we learned a lot about Ravenna Vane, and, you know, one of the things I love Raven Moore. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Absolutely. And to me, uh, I was touched that I know you were Diana as well, uh, by the concept that wrestling really helped to bring our family together. And uh, that's one of the beauties of what we do in this sport. And yet another reason why SHW 27 is a thing to do. So uh, by all means, it's a great Mother's Day gift. Mother's Day will be yeah. literally two days away. Bring your mom, bring your family. It's a family-friendly environment. Uh, Come join us Friday night, next Friday, for SHW 27. It's something that the entire family can enjoy. Yes. It's going to be so awesome. I can't wait because what better gift for your mother than to take her to see David Ali get his butt whooped by Sunny Days and Logan Creed and perhaps even Ravenna Vane. Uh, I am super excited for that. I feel she's going to have a part. She's going to have a little bit more than just that that shot she had <laughs> it's it's a bunkhouse brawl anything can happen yeah. right it's gonna you be know? insane and and you yeah. heard me touch on it there uh during the interview but earlier this week you know diana you you mentioned it as well earlier this week you know we had the facebook event uh for the shw page that we post every single month and i send out a big blast for invites for the facebook page and and our savior david ali wants to put me on blast Wondering why I'm inviting him. You know what? It makes me wonder why am I why am I even friends with him on Facebook? Why? That's a great question. That's that on me. I, you know, I guess me that's too. on me. No, well, it's not all of us because I'm sure we are friends of him. If we if we were not friends with him, we did not have to see all the bull he puts up he, every day. I'm not even going to repeat what he said. It was some colorful language about. Anyways. You can see it for yourself if you're on the uh, Southern Honor Wrestling fan page, which you should be if you're not, by the way. Uh, yeah. Right. But, but anyways, uh, so, yeah, I'm excited to see him get his, you know what, handed to him. That's all I'm it, saying. It, it also – Well, there it is. <laughs> Speaking of things on social media, hmm. Uh-oh. Where Anybody going? follow Ashton Starr? Yeah. What's going on there? Because I didn't so, want to say – in case you guys haven't seen, Ashton posted earlier this week, and he said he decided to put his good Tampa money to good use. Now, Tampa money, of course, being 
you know, he had some matches down during WrestleMania weekend, which we were excited to see that opportunity happen for him right on the heels of the whole Ashton star week with the documentary and all those types of things. Yes. And I was confused with what I saw. Did he get some facial work? Is it real? I, I could I couldn't tell if if there was Photoshop, if there was facial work, if did did I imagine that you didn't no, imagine no. it? No, you didn't I, imagine it. I wondered as well. I don't. I'm not sure. I guess we'll find out, and you can come and find out for yourself as well, fans, when you join us uh, next Friday, May seventh. Or, or or did he get punched in the mouth from Tampa? No, oh, because his cheeks that, are puffy too, oh, so uh, not oh. just his mouth in this corner. I don't know. I don't know. I'm confused. I'm sure that's not going to win me. I mean, is that something you asked? I was just about to say, I'm just glad you're the one breaking it up. Yeah. (laughs) I'm sure we have set ourselves up for, you know, just wonderful things next Friday. But But, but, what else is new, right? I'm trying to move into a good place with Ashton, but I don't. But inquiring minds want to know. I want to know. I don't know. I want to know. and it's not derogatory. It's just a question. No, I just want to know. I mean, I would never ask straight forth, hey, you, what did you do to yourself? Because it's a picture. I need to see you face to face before I'd be like, hmm. Right. <laughs> What's, up? What's up? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, on that note, uh, yeah. Let's, <laughs> on that note. <laughs> let's just go ahead and, uh, again, find out for yourself. Next Friday, <laughs> May 7th, SHW 27. Uh, we're going to be at the Action Building. Right. Tickets will be available at the door starting at 5 p.m. Of course, bell oh, time. Or man. doors open at 7. Bell time's at 8. This show will uh, coincide, of course, with the SHW 27 live pre-show on Facebook mm-hmm. from 7 to 7.30. And uh, as always, we can't wait to see you guys live and in person. Uh, it's going to be another amazing show. So we cannot wait. But until then, this has been SHW. This is our wrestling. Attention wrestling fans. Southern Honor Wrestling returns to the Action Building Friday, May 7th for SHW 27. Witness SHW's first ever bunkhouse brawl match as the team of fear takes on David Ali and Austin Towers. The real mean girl, Danny Jordan, makes her long-awaited return to action as she faces off against Catalina Perez. Owen Knight looks for payback as he takes on the outlandish Zicky Dice. Lethal Poison defend their tag team titles against the winner of Technical Excellence versus the Honor Society. Also in action, AC Mack, Ashton Starr, Ben Buchanan, and a battle between two horses as William Huckabee and Cyrus the Destroyer finally meet one-on-one. Tickets on sale the night of the show starting at 5 p.m. Doors open at 7, bell time at 8. You don't want to miss this show. SHW, this is our wrestling.